Hey everybody, this is Hunter Howard. I'm the lead pastor of Encounter Church. Here at Encounter Church, our vision is helping people encounter God. And that's what I pray and hope for you today, that you will encounter God through this message. Enjoy. You guys can sit down. Thank you so much. Hey, man, like this Sunday has been such a blessing. You know, if you were here at prayer, I am just blown away how God loves Encounter Church. And because the way he provides for us is so mind-blowing. Like, it's just mind-blowing. And, and, and God is here. God is truly in this place. And what a privilege that, that we get to be part of the church of Jesus. How we are so privileged to be part of the, of the institution that is the most powerful alive. You know, it's not just any institution. It's the body of Jesus Christ, and he is alive, and he's at work, and he is powerful. If he, if he did it for us, he can do it for you. If you need financial multiplication, just dare to ask for your finances to be multiplied. So I am uh, very excited too because I came to prayer this morning and uh, Pastor uh, Caleb and Matt are leading prayer and then they're like praying the topic of my sermon, like crazy, like very, very specific. And that just confirms that Jesus really wants to tell, the, tell us today this as, as a church, Encounter Church, there's a special word. Really, Jesus wants to, to, to speak to you today. So open your heart because I'm like, wow, that is crazy. Uh, let me put my timer here. I know, right? Sorry, guys, it gets going. Um, okay, you know that we have a theme for the year that is Matthew 4.4. If we can put it in the screen there. Uh, that's a verse that we have as a church this year. And can you guys help me read it together? People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then if we can read it in Spanish, Mateo 4.4. La gente no vive solo de pan, sino de cada palabra que sale de la boca de Dios. Mateo 4.4. And I love that this is our theme. And, and while I was doing my daily Bible reading, the Lord spoke what I'm going to speak to you. He spoke it to my heart. And it was such an, a powerful revelation. So I felt like I needed to share it with, with the entire church. So have you ever put a puzzle together? Yes. Sort, of. sort of. I hope. And then when you, when you are almost done, and when you're done, you realize that you're missing one piece. You didn't know that. You, did, you, didn't, you didn't know you were missing a piece. But how about when you're, star you're really hungry, it's dinner time or lunch time, and you're debating, do I have time to go home and eat? Should I go to Chick-fil-A? Well, I go to Chick-fil-A. And so you get there, and you're so hungry. You get your favorite salad with your favorite dressing and your favorite toppings and your favorite drink, and you get it, and you're like, you know, trying to drive and get the food because you're starving. Then you realize the dressing is missing. How about when you, you realize your Chick-fil-A sauce is missing? And you told them, I need extra Chick-fil-A sauce. How about, I don't know, when you have kids and the ketchup is missing? It's like, no! <laughs> so you don't know, like, should I drive and get out? And sometimes we drive and get out to get the ketchup. But I hate that feeling. How about you? I don't like the feeling that, that something's missing. 
the feeling of not enough, the feeling of almost perfect. But how about when I feel that in me, like I feel I'm missing something. I see the situation ahead and I feel like definitely not enough. Definitely lacking. I am lacking. I am doing, I, I don't know, something's missing. Something's, something's missing. I don't have what it takes. I don't like that feeling. Do you guys? I don't, I don't have what it takes. Or the feeling that I had to prove myself. But what if I told you that we can be complete? Because God's love makes me, makes us complete. Can you say God's love makes us complete? And I want to go to um, Ephesians 3, 17, 19 in the New Living Translation. And this is Paul. He's in jail and he's writing a letter to the church of Ephesus. But I want you to think this is Paul writing a letter to the church of Encounter, Encounter Church. Okay? So take a deep breath. Open your heart to what the Holy Spirit is saying to Encounter Church. Then Christ, verse 17, then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ. Though it's too great to understand fully, then, can you say then? You will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And I want to read that, that part again. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And what I see this is I don't have to be living my life like I am not enough. Like I don't have what it takes because it says here that I can be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And there are three things that I see about the love of God um, that we need in our lives. There are three things. And the first one that I want to tell you is grow down. Grow down. Can you say, grow down? <laughs> what I see here in, in the verse uh, 17, sorry, says, your roots will grow down into God's love. So we need to be rooted in God's love. By seeking him. How do, we, how do we get rooted in God's love? By seeking his presence. By, by seeking his word. Reading his word every day. By being where his presence is. By being exposed. By waiting on him. 
by learning to hear his voice. Every time you, you are home and you reach out to him through reading your word, to prayer, your roots are growing down. Every time you come to the church and you praise him with brothers and sisters together, the presence of God is here and your roots are growing down. I've been in moments of worship, and that's when the Holy Spirit has spoken to me very intimately. And I have gotten powerful breakthroughs in the middle of worship, seeking Him. This keeps us strong in His love. The thing, guys, is that sometimes we focus on growing tall instead of growing deep. Sometimes we focus on growing pretty in how it looks like instead of taking time to grow deep and down. And you know why? Because people do not see underneath. People just see the outside. Because our roots are not strong in the love of God, this is this is so important if you, get, if you can get a hold of this. Because our roots are not deep in the love of God. We feel like we have to prove ourselves all the time. All the time. And we are constantly striving. And I need Ian to help me. Where's Ian? Oh, yeah, there he is. Because I have a little example here. I don't know if you all can see, if you can. Okay, I'll bring him. Look at this Christmas tree. Do you see any roots? Any roots in here? Is it alive? You can go ahead, yeah. Thank you, Ian. Okay, look at this Christmas tree. Can you guys see my Christmas tree? So I feel like some of us, including myself, sometimes I have like an inner Christmas tree inside of me. And because my roots are not deeply in the love of God, they're none, I have to constantly prove myself that I am put together and that everything is okay. And then we start saying, well, maybe if I have more money, maybe I'll be complete. Well, maybe if I go back to school and I do my master's and my doctorate, maybe that's when I will be complete. Oh, maybe, maybe I need to go on more mission trips to show that I am producing all the fruit. I need to be in all of them and say yes to every single thing so I can prove that I am where God, God is moving in my life. Well, maybe if they give me more opportunities and I can serve better in here, if I can preach or if I am part of this, maybe, maybe, you know, I'm showing that I have the fruit, that the fire of God is moving in my life. Well, maybe if I have more kids, maybe what I need is more kids to be fulfilled. <laughs> Someone said no. <laughs> he, he, he has twins, guys, you know, it's a lot. 
So these are the things that we're constantly trying to prove ourselves or that we think that we need. Maybe if I buy more houses, maybe if I lose more weight, maybe if I do more beauty stuff, I don't know. Or maybe if I own more cars, maybe if, my, if I get a better house, I run out of things. But you get what I'm saying. You know, we're trying to prove ourselves and we're so focused on what we have and what we can do. And if maybe if I'm in another country, maybe if my Instagram shows, my feed looks that I am reaching to the thousands, I am proving myself. And then we focus, well, I need, I have this gift. I should be using my gift. And people are not taking, like they're not noticing what I do. They're not noticing the abilities that the Lord is giving me. I need to tell them, I have this gift. I am good at this. You need to see that the Lord uses me this way. They need to see my Enneagram. And these are the gifts, my personalities. So we are focusing. And you know, living this way is very tiring. It's not life-giving. It's draining. And you know what, too? When hardship comes, I have no roots. And I'm not talking about we're going to go through hardship, and I know some of us are going through harder hardship, you know, like sickness and, and death and going through, walking through hardship. But even just a bad week, we're I did not have enough money or where, where I was praying did not happen and my belief in Jesus goes down the window and I start complaining and doubting about the character of Jesus. This Christmas tree represents the need of us trying to put ourselves together, prove ourselves but it also represents that when our roots are not deep in God's love, we are constantly unsatisfied. Because the satisfaction that we're looking, we're trying to make it happen with all these outward things and opportunities and all of that. But the satisfaction, the true satisfaction, comes from the being rooted in God's love. Because sometimes I'm like, well, maybe this is not where I need to be. Maybe I need to move here. Oh, maybe I need to go and do this. And we're trying to find what only God and his love can give us. So that's the first one, grow down. The second one, grow inside. This is internalizing God's love versus knowing God's love. Because everyone, especially in the South, I figure when we move here, everybody, everyone knows God. And everyone knows that God loves you. You go to Publix and say, hey, do you think God loves you? They'll be like, of course, hallelujah. But that's different of knowing that internalizing it. To have a personal revelation of the multidimensional love of God. It says that his love is deep, wide, high, and long. And I love this because God's love 
has enriched in my lowest place. He loves me when I'm in my lowest place. And he has been there, and I know he loves me in my lowest place. God, God's love has reached into my high prideful moments. When I've been at my best, full of pride, his love is so high that it reaches me and loves me in that place. His love is so wide. I love this. I love this so much because it's so wide that he feels every emptiness, any gap in my life, any gap in lack. I often hear people and Christians that followed Jesus for many years, 20 years, and in year two, they're talking about, well, I did not grow up, I did not have a, a parents, so that's why I behave like this. And then 10 years later, but I did not have a family, so this is why I'm so broken, and this is why. And then 20 years later, but this is how I behave like this, because I'm so broken, and I didn't have that. And I'm like, where has the love of God filled that gap? Because just so you know, reality, we all have lacks and gaps, and we all have dysfunctional families. I know others more than others, as it makes sense, but when we encounter that love of God that fills every gap, and it's a love that is not human, it's supernatural, he, can, he, can, he even has the power to create a new heart. So what I see is that our churches are filled with Christmas trees. And I have a picture of a tree with roots here. Just look at that. Compared to a Christmas tree. Okay, you can take it off. Thank you. I forgot to show the picture, guys, and the other one. So... God's love is deep. It's so deep that those areas in my life that no one knows, that deep, deep pain, that deep, deep darkness, guess what? His love is there for me. <laughs> so deep that he has got a hold of me over and over when I feel like nobody understands his love is so deep, they can reach the depth of whatever. That's his multidimensional love that we have to grow inside. I love that his love is long. And when I think about his love being long, I think about how he goes ahead of me way ahead of me and in the future his love is waiting for me when I think about this in a very practical way my oldest daughter is turning 10 and she's growing up you know like the preteen and that is freaking me out <laughs> you know because I, I am like, I, there's less control I have, and she has to grow and make her own choices. I know she's achieving that point, and it really has, has put me in a place of fear. 
but when I think about God's love and when he comes and touches my heart and, and, and he tells me, Liz, my love is long and I'm ahead of you. And in every season, I'm going to love you. Isn't it that amazing, the love of Jesus, the love of God? He doesn't just say, my love for you is big. I love you big. I love you great. No, he puts dimensions to it. And that's something, church, that your mind cannot, your natural mind cannot comprehend because it's not natural. This love is not the love you have with friends or with your spouse or your BFF or your uncle and aunt. This love is supernatural, multidimensional. And the third one, we say we're going to have to grow deep. We're going to grow inside. And the last one is grow again. What does this mean? That we have to experience this over and over and over and over and over again. It's not a one-time thing when I got saved and I experienced the love of Jesus that changed my life. It's a weekly, daily thing. One day I experienced the death. One day I experienced how high. One day I experienced how long it is. Again, it's like a circle. And that's how we can have this fullness of life. Constant striving. Listen to, listen to me in Counter Church. Constant striving. Constant dissatisfaction. Wanting to quit your Christian walk constantly, every week. Every time you had a bad thing happening to you when you're in a bad mood, listen, very, this, this is something that I've been really contemplating. Feeling burned out every month, every two months. Feeling weak. Weak like, oh, I just can't. I just can't do this. Other people can, but I just, don't have, you know, because I didn't have a family. I didn't have this. And we're constantly feeling weak. It's because we have, we're thinking about our own strength to make it all happen. Constant feeling about not being enough. I mean, now that we're not going to feel this. I feel this every often. All of it. Does it make sense? But I have learned that instead of striving, that instead of trying to prove myself, that instead of to make it all happen and rely on my gifts and rely on my strength, I have learned to hide in his presence until he showers his love on me and until I know who I really I am. So all of that, I'm going to say it again because I feel like God wants to set us free today with his, with his love. Constant striving, constant dissatisfaction, wanting to quit constantly, feeling burnout every two months or every two weeks, feeling weak every week, constant feeling of not being enough. All of these are signs, you know of what? That we are not growing down and we are not growing inside over and over again. You can be complete 
Because God's love makes us complete. We don't have to live our lives like a Christmas tree. We don't have to live our lives feeling like we're constantly missing something. Trying to prove ourselves. Striving. Not only striving in the world to be the best you can ever be. But striving in ministry. And I, and I want to speak of leaders. I want to speak of people serving in the church. God did not cause us to strive. We don't have to prove ourselves. We don't have to be unsatisfied. I, I hear, I'm constantly talking to people that are so unsatisfied, not happy. And there's some more, they want more and more. And guess what? Never is going to be enough. You know, like the song, Never Enough? It's true, just so you know. Only God's love satisfies me. If I am here, if I'm outside, if I'm in ministry, if I'm in the mission field, if I'm at work, if I'm at my house, if I'm married, if I'm single, only God's love. I feel like God wants us to grow deep in his love today. And you know what? And you are like looking at this, and it's like, man, I'm a stinking Christmas tree. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I've been there. This is a tendency of my flesh. This is where I run to. And I can tell you that I've been meditating about God's love and how like in the hardest moments of my life, it has been his love. In his closeness that has made me get through. And I was thinking, many of you, probably you know, you don't know, that mom was diagnosed with multiple myeloma, like a rare blood cancer three years ago, almost four years ago. And we had to walk through the valley. We had to, got, we had to do the treatment. We had to do a bone marrow transplant. And when I'm thinking about those horrible moments of our lives, it was just not the the... The miracle, that even we got the miracle. Does that make sense? We did get the miracle at the end. But as we were walking every step and his love being poured out in our lives, one day at a time, his closeness, speaking that he's with me, comforting me through people, providing help through people, that's what really made us stand through this trial. I'm going to give an opportunity for different types of ministry today because I really feel that the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, wants to really do a deep work in your heart. Because some of us are very tired of striving. There's no joy in this. There's no joy in constantly trying to prove ourselves as a wife, as a friend, as a leader, as a pastor. That's no life. But it says in verse 19, then you will be made complete with all fullness of life and power. Yeah. Now that we're not going to face hard things, not that I still need to raise my kids, but know that I have the fullness of power of God. 
for me to do everything I need to do, not in my striving, but in my staying with Him. But first, if you want to close your eyes, I want to give an opportunity. If you are here and you have never experienced the love of God, like how I have experienced the love of God, you know He loves you, but you have not encounter this love that that I can close my eyes and picture myself at my lowest at my highest at my worst and I can see Jesus with me so if you've never experienced this love or maybe you feel like you've gone too far you've done horrible things and you feel that, God, how could God love me? How could God love me after everything I've done? After, after how I have abandoned Him, not even seeking Him. Let me tell you, Jesus died so you and I can experience this love for real. So I want to give an opportunity if Jesus is not the Lord of your heart today. And you have not experienced this love that transforms you, that fills every gap. And you said, I need this and I don't have this. I want you to raise your hand because I want to pray with you. You just say, today, I want this love. Jesus is not my Lord and King. thing the next opportunity for ministry that I want to give is that like I said at the beginning Paul was writing this letter to the church of Ephesus and in Revelation what we read about the church of Ephesus is that I know the hard work you've done I know that you have persevered I know all the good things you've done, but you have forsaken your first love. So I want to make an invitation for the rest of us that are here that need to come back to the love of God. Because God wants to reveal his love to you today he wants to reveal how wide how long how high and how deep his love is for you so I'm gonna open the altar and I want you to come come in your lowest come with your gaps come in your pride I want to ask you to come and surrender your striving. 
I want you to come and surrender your burnout to Him. Your dissatisfaction. Because we need this love of God to come and flood this place in our hearts so we can be full of life. Let's surrender our, our inner Christmas tree today. And after this, we're going to move into a time of ministry because I really believe Jesus told me this morning, I want to love on my people. You need to hear his words of love speaking to you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really believe God spoke to you through His Word today and is moving in your life. If you'd like more information about Encounter Church or you'd like to give your tithes and offerings, you can visit our website at EncounterChurchAtlanta.org. I'd also like to invite you to share this message on social media. Thanks again.